Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Vox Media Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Fighter versus the Writer. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Martin, and today I'm 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 here to present an interview. Uh, with one of my favorite people in the sport to speak to, she is the former UFC strawweight champion, of course, uh, one of the biggest names in the sport. Now she's currently back down at the American Top Team, uh, working towards her next fight. Uh, always a fun conversation, always one of my favorite interviews. So let's chat with Joanna Jacek. I am always happy to welcome back my next guest. She is the former UFC strawweight champion. She is one of my favorite interviews in the sport. She's back in Florida training down at American Top Team. And from what I see on her Instagram, really enjoying the beaches again. Uh, welcome back today, Joanna Janjacek. Joanna, how are you? Hey, man. Uh, it's good to hear from you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You know this. I love you, man. And it's good. It's good to be back. Finally, it's good uh, to be back to American Top Team down to Florida. It's been four weeks already. And uh, I'm doing very well, man, because the, the, the base, the preparation I had before I came here uh, are working good because I feel more strong. My condition is so good. Uh, my strength in general so it was easier for me to get back uh, to training with all the beasts uh, down here at American Top Team headquarters in Coconut Creek yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's funny. We spoke a while ago while you were in Poland. Yeah. I was kind of joking about all the things you have going on. When you come to the states now, like it's the only time you can just focus on training because I know you have so many things going on at Poland. Like, can you give me a yeah. sense of like all the different projects and things you've been working on at home? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm always very busy. So, uh, like I said before, uh, it was my time, time for myself, time for me as a woman, human being, as a businesswoman. And an athlete, because like I said, I was training really hard. I was super busy, crazy busy, traveling every single day, working every single day. But the training is always my priority. But uh, the work I put in training back home, uh, like I said, I can get the right fruits right now because I feel great. But yeah, man, I, wa I wanted to make sure that everything uh, is going the right direction because it, uh, when my uh, fighting career Blue, uh, blue, you say? Uh, blue blue up. up, blue up, blue up, blue up. Uh, I was uh, focused on my uh, fighting career, what was good, but uh, you know, I like to do so many things. I'm person with so many hobbies, passions, uh, businesses, and I uh, wanted to uh, make sure that everything is going the right direction. So now I have clear head, strong heart, and I can be focused only on your training. But man, what like 
running some businesses, some partners, uh, some sponsorship obligations. But like I said before, for me, uh, being a brand ambassador of some company is not only about the money, the promotion, but it's all about the mission. Um, so I'm trying to build my sponsorship and business uh, business relation on like very family uh, basements, friendship uh, and uh, it's working very good for me. Uh, so there's so many projects. I want, I want, I want people to be healthy. So uh, I'm starting my project with the supplements, with my uh, sports equipment, juice juicers, uh, and uh, but what I'm proud about is that I did my first, uh, I did my uh, racing debut as an driver so i can't wait to do more races back home and i'm planning to do dakar race in the future i i fell in love man it was like it was just a test for me if i really like it or i'm doing this uh, for fun only but man it's it's dope it's awesome and i want to do it more i'm an athlete uh, but uh, it's different kind of tiredness you say it's different kind of uh workout you know it's like it's crazy how focused you have to be behind the wheel uh you have to be focused on so many things but i love it the adrenaline i love it man the competition it's 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 great but everything is good i'm happy to be here and and waiting for the next 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 chapter yeah okay tell me about the racing i heard that i heard you talk about this when you were on the uh the punch it in (laughs) podcast with the guys at american top team so when did you get into racing and give me it because there's a lot of different racing out there how fast are you driving because like racing that's like the scariest thing to me is like the you know when you're going like a hundred something miles no no, no. No. hey man but i have an idea i'm 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 a monster brand ambassador and i i i went to the uh What's in Daytona? Uh, NASCAR. Uh, oh, I would yeah. do NASCAR. Like a few days ago, I was like, hell yeah, I would <laughs> love to do that with Monster and my my another partners. But I do the uh, cross country, so it's more safe uh, because you don't go that fast. You don't go like next to the trees or, or rocks. Um, uh, you do it like on the rough uh, like field. Uh, in the forest as well uh, but it's crazy but I drove like 130 kilometers per hour so it was not that fast you know but uh, since I was a little girl I lo- I was into the cars and uh, when I was maybe not poor when I was not rich and I couldn't get a good car I was dreaming about good car and finally I have my good car but uh, it's not about being fancy fancy and to show uh, to people that I can afford something, but I really love cars and I call uh, names, uh, I call my cars names and I just love it, you know, I love the sound, I love I love driving and I love the atmosphere, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like the smell. So I really into, I'm really into, you know? Yeah. It's funny over here. Like I know because we have a lot of the big, the, the big NASCAR racetracks, like you can, you can actually get on. Like I know they'll do things where you can go and like test it out. So I feel like, I feel like you need to go out and like test out like a a race car and see how it would go. I would love to. Because I did, I did so many lessons. I did some tests and I did the race and man. And I was like, okay, girl, you can't do like so many things, but 
I know that life is so short, so I want to do things I really want to do, and I feel like I love doing. And I know I, I don't want to waste any single second of my life. You know, I want to try things and decide what to do next. And and I really fell in love with uh, racing, and I love it. But uh, my fighting career is my priority. I have to be safe. I can't get injured. So uh so fighting first <laughs> yeah i know you know fighting you know we've talked so many times about you know fighting is, is your passion you love doing it but yeah. at the end you know we know fighting is there's two things about fighting there's legacy there's championships there's accomplishments but there's also making a living making a paycheck and earning a living yeah do you feel like like what you've been able to set up outside of fighting in terms of all the different businesses and sponsorships and endorsements and all the other projects like have you set yourself up now to where you don't need fighting. And I don't mean you're not fighting. I know you are fighting. But I'm saying, have you set yourself up to the point where you don't need to fight anymore? Yes. And I feel like I'm making more money outside the, outside the octagon. What's kind of sad for me because uh, my big hobby, big passion became my job and it's fighting and uh, it's all happening. We're talking because of my legacy how dedicated I was and I am and, and because of MMA and my job. But uh, it's kind of sad. But on the other hand, I get as much as I can from here and now because I've been doing this for 18 years and you know you all know this, but uh, my life got changed when I got into the UFC, when I became the champion, when I got more opportunities, I, I started making money. So I'm trying to get as much as I can, and, and but I'm doing things I really love to do. But yeah, I I accomplished a lot in this sport and it's not about the money, but I feel like I'm in the spot where I can ask for more money because I deserve this, you know? I deserve this and uh, and I know my worth and that's the thing. So it's hard, man, because so many people that are like, maybe you should stop fighting, you shouldn't be doing this, you do this, you do that, you have this business, the other business, but... Uh, you can't, you can't stop the love, you know, because love is real and it's the only real thing in this world. And uh, I have loved this sport and I feel like I want to do it and I feel like I can do it, you know, that's the thing. So I, it's hard, man, because every day I get message, are you retired or she's retired or the other things, you know, uh, but it, it, it's hard, you know, when you don't, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I, I know you, you love it. I know you love fighting, but also yeah. all the things you've been doing outside the sport from, you know, doing TV and, and again, endorsements, all the yeah. different things you're doing, it probably makes you understand your value a little bit more, right? Like, you know your value to the UFC. You know your value in fighting. Like, of course, you love fighting, yeah. but you know what you're worth. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what's crazy? I, I feel like I, like I own something to people, you know, when I have sponsors, I own them fighting, you know, but they sign with me, not because of only I'm an athlete, I'm the former UFC champion. They, they signed the deals with me because I have a mission, you know, and I know what to tell people and they know who I am as a human first, but sometimes I feel like I'm, in the cage but I, I feel free but like i own them fighting you know because it's my word but uh, so very often i forget about myself as a human as an as a woman but i i know because i'm very confident but 
but yeah it's hard man it's <laughs> it's hard it's hard yeah. but but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what i don't know but i feel like i want to do it but yeah the worst like it's been a while it's been two years and i asked myself oh why you why you why it took so long but then i'm I re, i'm realizing like girl you've been working this last 24 months and you were on mission you were reaching your goals your dreams and that's the thing so i can't forget about these things but you know how crazy it is fighting still us in first and i'm like no but you haven't fighting you haven't done anything in your life no you've been doing things girl and that's the that's the that's the thing but yeah yeah <laughs> Let me let me ask you this, Joanna, because uh, but I wanna get I wanna get this paycheck, you know, big, and I feel like I feel like I feel like I can do it, and I wanna go there and step into the octagon and fight with one of the best, of the greatest, the champ or the number one, and yeah, this is what what I'm waiting for. What uh what conversations have you had with the UFC in terms of not only your next fight but I mean broader in terms of your contract because mm -hmm. I know we spoke or since mm -hmm. about a year ago a little over a year ago and I think you you told me at that point I think you you said you had like one fight left on your deal and you mm -hmm. were of course looking to you know get again re up things like that what conversations have you had with the UFC in terms of your future Oh I don't know. Like they said, I have two fights more because uh, my contract got extended because I was not fighting. But I think I have last fight in the contract. But man, if I will be back to fighting, I would like to do this more often. So that's uh, it's normal that I want to extend my contract. I want to resign with the UFC. I want to uh, be on the road for much longer. So I think we should sit and talk more with the UFC about next step. It's not only uh, getting aware of the contract. This is how you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. The, the, yeah, so it's all about our mission, you know, about continue this, uh, doing these things, you know, because like I said, I feel on fire. I feel strong. I feel good to do it. Even the level of women's MMA is growing and went up. It's crazy how how it went up in the last 24 months, uh, how it's grown. But uh, I'm ready to do this. Put put in work even more and and keep on keep on keep on fighting on the highest level. Yeah, you are you are your own person. You are your own career. So I don't want to compare you to anyone else. But I want to ask you this question because as you talk about contracts, you talk about negotiations. I'm sure you've seen at least a little bit. You know, the situation going on with Francis Ngannou, of course, the UFC heavyweight champion. He's kind of at a hey, so many Musasi, uh, like uh, the former UFC fighters, you know, and probably I'm in the spot. I am or I'm not. Uh, where back in the day they thought the same. No, I will be with the UFC forever. You know, I st I'm still having a contract, or I can accept the contract. I know it's a business, you know, and there is some value we bring into this business. But uh, I really would love to stay in the UFC till uh, till till the end of my fighting career. And I'm really looking forward. I see the bright side, and I I I I, I believe that I will I will resign the contract. Yeah. Um, when it comes to fights itself, I but heard. I feel like. Like we hear about the money, like Usna got more money, like uh, Adesanya got more money. Of course, I'm not the champ anymore, but I've been in this business for such a long time and I had such a big impact um, uh, in this sport. 
uh, women's side and in general, you know, so I feel like I can get this as well because I'm bringing people to the to the to the arenas. Yeah, and I absolutely. always put on hell of a performance. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, there's a lot of fighters who aren't technically champions who you know deserve a lot of money. I mean, they, you know, it doesn't mean you know, just because you don't have a title right now doesn't yeah. mean you're not one of the biggest stars, one of the most well known. Look at names. Georgie. Look at Georgie. Look at Dustin Poirier. Look at. Of course, McGregor is something else, but <laughs> I feel like I can be the female version of, of these guys, you know, and actually my teammates. This is what what I was talking about with Mikey Brown this morning because we were drilling and we were so we are so hyped for Georgie, for Dustin Poirier as well, where he's at right now. And we were talking about, like, look how many champions we have in the gym, how many great athletes and how many... Uh, personalities you say like personalities yeah, yeah. like you know the personalities uh talking about for example dustin or, or georgina or the other people who are not having the belts you know yeah absolutely absolutely i had heard um and i know when we spoke last you told me and this is going back before the title fight you told me that you know you wanted you know, you wanted a big fight. You wanted a champion. You wanted Rose or, yeah. or maybe, you know, Zhang Weili. Those are the two fights you were probably most interested in. I know you mentioned maybe Carla as well. Of course, now we know Carla is probably going to be fighting, fighting Rose. Yeah. 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 Um, but I heard cool. that. That's fine. And I heard that the, the Zhang Weili fight was out there. But then I heard a rumor that maybe she's not going to want to fight again until later in the year. What have you heard? Because I know yeah. that's a fight you want. And I know that's a fight a lot of people would like to see the rematch. What have you heard in terms of that? Man, you know what's crazy? Like, so many people that are like, oh, get an easy fight. You've been out for a while. Fight. Fight is a fight. Fight is a pleasure. <laughs> the hard work is so many years before. I have to cut the, the same amount of money. I'm crazy in my head. When I'm training, when I'm preparing for my fights, I'm crazy, man. I don't go easy. So I don't want to... I, I, I don't want to fight easy. I don't want an easy fight because I will be training hard like for the championship fight, you know? And so I prefer to fight big name, number one, or the champion. And uh, yeah, I heard that uh, Weili Zhang might not be back till late July, August. Uh, what they told me was that she was uh, uh, planning to be back to fighting March, April, then May, June, and the last thing I heard is June, Ju uh, July, August. So I can wait and I want to wait. But on the other hand, I don't want to wait that long. So I don't know. It's complicated, man, because all the girls from one to ten are booked. But like I said, I'm only looking at the big, 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 big fights. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing I was going to mention. I mean, you know, that's the fight that makes the most sense. But you look at the rest of the division. I mean, they, they got uh, Marina, you know, Rodriguez is fighting yeah. Yan Zhanan. Yeah, yeah, You've got, yeah. you know, Mackenzie Dern is fighting Tisha Torres. So a lot of the yeah. other top fighters are booked. So, again, it wouldn't really make yes. sense for you to fight the, you know, number 10 person or somebody up and coming. Like the Zhang Weili yeah. fight is the one that makes the most sense. The only problem is waiting till August. I'm sure that's not what you want to do. It's kind of like a, it's kind of a, a tough situation. Yeah, it's tough because when I was planning my trip to the States, I planned this trip already in October. So I knew I had like three months left, October, November, December, to work really hard and, and make uh, make sure everything is good back home with the business. Because, and I wanted to hurry. I even texted like Nick, Nick, you know, matchmakers, they play. So I texted Dana, like, Dana, can I fight the end of March? I will be ready. He was like, okay, let's do it. But 
then we got the info that all the girls are booked, you know, and uh, I was like, no, I want to fight till the end of the match because if Carla, uh, when, when the Rose uh, fights Carla, then I will get the championship fight. But then I realized, like, why to her, you know, I haven't fought for two years, doesn't gonna make a big difference if I, if I don't fight extra for six months, you know, but eh. So I'm here training, waiting. I'm training really hard because every time I come here, when I'm not in camp, I promise myself to go a little bit easy. But man, I'm training really hard, really hard. So everyone in the gym, even the coaches are asking, when are you fighting? I'm like, I don't have fight booked. No, it's not true. You can tell us. I'm like, hey, guys, I don't have <laughs> a fight booked yet. <laughs> but because what they see me training really hard. And, and that's the thing. So I'm taking easy, you know, talking to the number, Jennifer Goldstein, who is my manager, CAA management, which we all trying to keep uh, staying in touch with, with the UFC, Mick, and, and make, another, make, make another decision. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it does, again, the rematch with Zhang makes more sense. Hey, even it if seems it's... like... Seems like she's training. She's posting pictures. She's training. So I, I really would love to fight her uh, sooner than August. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, let me ask your opinion, uh, the fight between Carla and Rose, because you fought both of them, of course, and that is an interesting rematch. Of course, Carla beat Rose, but it was several years mm. ago. I'm curious, what do you think yeah. of that title fight? Do you, do, you, do you lean one way or the other? I think Rose is totally different fighter than she was, but I know how it is that you can be the best in the world, but when you sometimes when you face someone, this person might not be the perfect fit for you. You know what I mean? Like, so let's see. You know how how Rose will deal uh, with the with the with the situation with the with the loss she had to Carla back in the day. But I think Rose is. Uh, on the higher level than Carla Esparza right now, but she's the next contender. She deserved that, I think. Uh, I know she deserved that. And uh, it's going to be an interesting fight. Yeah. But I think well, Rose can finish this fight in the first round. Yes. You you mentioned before, and this is going back before, I think it was before Rose and, and Jane got matched up for the rematch, but... You know, at that point, you said, you know, champion or, or number one fighter. That's the only thing that really makes sense. And I totally agree with you. Um, how much would it mean more to you down the road to get that third fight with Rose just because of, you know, the, the maybe a little bit of the controversy around the last mm -hmm. fight? And, yeah. you know, I know becoming champion again, it mean I imagine it means different things now than it did when you first got in the UFC, of course. But yeah. would that mean more to you now to like get that third fight with Rose to get the championship back in that kind of a fight? Not to say anything bad against Carla. If she wins, I'm sure you would gladly fight her again. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. Yes, uh, the spot where I'm at, uh, where I am right now, uh, like. You know, big big fights matter to me, and 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 and, and I would love to fight the uh, fight the uh, Rose for the third time, and it's a big fight, and this is what I'm interested in. You know, that's that's the thing, and I think this fight is going to be different than the last two, and it's going to be even bigger for me personally. Yeah. When yeah. you like we said, I you know. The, the, the rematch, the first rematch, I wanted to hurry. I wanted to get my belt back because we know 
we know what happened before, but uh, it's it's important to me, like not to get the revenge only, you know, but to fight one of the greatest right now, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the point. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Because you are one of the greatest, you know, most people would say the greatest straw weight of all time and all the things you've accomplished. But are you at a stage now where you need to be, uh, you know, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like more selective, more, you know, you have the option of, of you know, when you talked about like rushing back in March versus waiting till August or, or things like that. Like, do you feel like you're in a position now where you need to have the right opportunity is, is as important as anything because you want to be active. You want to, you want to fight again. We all know yeah. that, but again, is it better to be selective? <laughs> like, are you in a better position now to do that? Because it's kind of like when Rhonda was around or, or, you know, Connor, like Connor's a great example. Connor, you know, Connor's not going to just fight anybody. It's going to have to be something that makes sense for Connor. Are you in a little bit of the same position where it just wouldn't make sense for you to fight somebody else? Yes. I'm more selective. And some people will say, I don't deserve this or that. But I feel like I deserve that because of all the things I have done uh, for so many years back in the day. Like I've, I, I've been doing till now. But uh, yeah, I have to be more selective. And I don't want to be, you know, I've been in this business for a while. I, I'm the former champion. I'm dedicated. All the girls, so many girls uh, want to fight me. But I can't do this mistake. I can't make their wrong decision you know because uh, you know in this sport anything and everything can happen so i can't be just the bag full of potatoes to get it up and let someone uh, and help someone open the door to the better world you know to the better to better fights 
to the championship fight. So I have to be more selective and think about me, about myself, my, my fighting career and what uh, I'm still uh, want to approach in this sport, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me ask you with that, Joanna, uh, in terms of being back at American Top Team, that is your second home. I know you have loved being down there. Uh, and when you, I know when you, because you made a trip to ATT last year when you didn't have a fight book, yeah. you just went down there, had some training, and of course, I know you love being there. How long are you going to stay? Do you, are you kind of open-ended and how long you're going to be in Florida this time? Uh, three months, man, three months. So all people are like, wow, crazy, you know, without fighting, yeah, three months. I feel free, you know, and I'm a very family person. So every day I have to check on my family, help them uh, be around my, 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 my friends. But here, here I feel free, you know, I'm still in, in, in daily touch with my family and friends, but here it's all about me. And I, I said this so many times, I live like a monk here, you know, <laughs> small car, small apartment, easy life, penny board, bicycle, nice weather, training home, training, home. I, I love it here. And it, now it's all about me, my fighting career yeah. and my legacy. It's funny to it's funny to think as hard as you train, and I've seen you in person train. I know how hard you train. It's almost like training and in, in, in coming to Florida is like this is gonna sound weird. It's almost like a vacation because you don't have anything else going on. Like you're just focused on yeah. training, and, and that's it. Like it's it's not a real vacation, it but it's a different. Like you're yeah. not doing a million other things. Yeah, you know what's crazy when people see me like oh beach picture, pool picture, man. I live in Poland and I love European weather, the Polish weather, all four seasons, but I love sun. I love going to the beach. I love going to the pool. And I don't, I don't have much time to do that. But when they see all these pictures, like, yeah, go back to the gym. Dude, I just got back from the gym, but I know how to manage my time. So I can hit really hard training, eat quick and, and go to the pool before my second workout. And I just love it, you know. If you wanna go lie, uh, lie down on the couch and and do nothing, you know. I like to do different things, so I'm enjoying my life every single day. Uh, uh, if if I'm here in Florida or back home in Poland, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, let me ask this question for you, Anna, because you have been, you know, at ATT for such a long time. I know your relationship with Mike Brown, Cattell Kubis, all the coaches down there. We're in a sport, and you know this, you know, people come and go. That's just part of it. But I know American Top Team has enjoyed a whole lot of loyalty. There's a, a real family atmosphere at that gym. But I'm sure yeah. you saw recently Amanda Nunes made the decision to leave ATT and start yeah. her own thing. Now, I'm not going to ask you to, you know, uh, you know, take a shot at Amanda. I'm not asking you that. But were you surprised? Because, like, it felt like there's certain people like you, Dustin, uh, you know, George Mazadal. There's certain people I'm always like, they're going to be ATT for life. That one really shocked me. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't spoke with anybody about, and I'm not trying to look for some different part of this, uh, or the, of the deeper, deeper story of, of this situation. Uh, it was her decision. She felt like she had to do this for herself. I did that. I made this decision a few years ago, and I found what I was looking for here at ATT. Amanda had to leave. Uh, I wish her the best. I don't feel like there there is a bad blood between her uh, her main coach Conan or Dan Lambert. I don't feel this. I don't feel bad blood. Uh, Nina still coming to the gym. Now they left for the tough. And uh, I was training with Nina. Uh, and we we want to help each other. 
But I don't know. It was her decision. She's the champ. She's still the champion. We can't forget that she's she's still the champion. And I really believe in her that she will be back to have to holding two belts. Uh, so yeah, I feel Carolina is coming to American Top Team. Karolina uh, Kovalkiewicz preparing for her next fight. So many great people, like you said. But I, I feel and I hope that nothing gonna change and I will stay in ATP forever. Uh, I'm a little bit upset with the new girls and. Uh, you know, I don't like the ego of the new girls. And some of them, they are young. Of course, they're talented. They're very good. But sometimes they make groups. And, you know, I've, I've been out for a while. I got back because I'm always very friendly. I'm tough on the mat, very strict. Uh, but these girls, they know not train. I'm like, dude, sometimes I'm like, really? Are we ATT nation? Are we ATT girls? Or we are not, you know? Because do you want to be a, ri- a rival? They could be a rival in the cage, you know. But so this is what I don't like now. But there are there are good 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 girls who are training with me, who who we are training together. But sometimes the ego of these girls, no, I'm not gonna do with you because you're too strong, you're too good, or maybe JJ, you're too weak for this, you know, and I don't wanna do with you. But I feel like you can get a lot from each person in the gym and every training, you know, it doesn't matter if this person is better than you or 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 a little bit uh, lower in the level than you. But uh, but yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm happy for the new generation, but sometimes they feel like, you know, they they should get everything like for free, you know, even your time, your attention. But it's not like this, you know. First of all, yeah. we are humans, and and we should respect each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that when you are an American Top Team, you uh, you know, again, it's like a second home to you, and I know that's uh, I know loyalty's been a big part of it. You know, wins or yeah. losses. You know, you've been there with with Mike Brown and and Cattell Kubis and your team, and I know how much they mean to you in that regard. And it's not to say. You know, bring it back to a man. It's not to say they don't mean anything to her, but I mean, I know how much that that is important to you. But it is weird to hear you say that about, you know, the kind of the new fighters. We do hear this from time to time. Fighters and coming I, in, and I and I haven't and I haven't and I had a podcast punching in with the Dan Lamberty Richie, and I, you know, like you don't bring this. Sometimes you don't bring the situations out. Like I'm very happy, and I'm happy with the training. I. My, my my coaches, uh, not only my Kibran Katakubis, but the rest of the coaches that are taking really good care, not only of me, but the rest, all of the fighters, you know, and we all feel on the same, like, uh, level, you know, the the treat I, the, the way they treat us, coaches, the numbers, they've been lovely. He, I call him a father, uh, but sometimes it's weird, and why not to bring it out? Like, these girls should, and I spoke with someone important in the gym, and I told, like, hey, is it only me or I see big or I think that some of the girls should keep the ego or put the ego into the pocket and he's like big ego I'm like okay so I'm right you know I smell the bullshit and that's not right you know but like I said I'm the former champion you know but I'm still on the highest level so if we train together it's good for both of us you know and so I don't need your attention. I know. I know. I don't need your training. You know, if you want to play like this, so I prefer to train with the guys and get really good, uh, good, uh, good training. You know, and only hang out with them. With yeah. the it's funny you say that. I spoke to uh, if you know who Casey it's O'Neill sad. is. Man, it's it's sad. You know, it's sad. It's sad for me that the girls are worse than the guys sometimes. You know, and this is this is sad because. Yeah, 
you build success. Success is built on good uh, family and friendship, and uh, yeah, on, on the good relationship. You know, not the not the main things. Yeah, uh, if you know who Casey O'Neill is, the flyweight fighter, she just fought Roxanne Modafferi yeah. last week. I had spoke to her a couple of weeks ago, and she said. She's out at Extreme Couture, and she said she only spars with her male training partners. She said they're just yeah. there ended up being too much yeah. drama around training yeah. with some of the women. And, she, and I, I, if you remember, this is going back when I was down at ATT with you. I yeah. saw you sparring a couple of the guys down there, and they're really intense, great training sessions. Yeah. But she said that like she only trains with guys because there's just too much drama sometimes surrounding training totally, with some of the girls. I totally, I totally understand her. And some of the girls, they are tough. They train really hard. We have so many talented young girls. Oh gosh, man, they are so good and they are going to do really, really well in the future. But, uh, but yeah, too much drama. And sometimes they want to go easy. Like I don't go easy during training. Training is time to learn, to evolve, to, to really get on the next level. Even if you feel like you're the best in the best shape ever, you can be better with the, with every training and every day you can, you can be better. You can change some things. And uh, sometimes I feel like, gossiping you know i don't do this bullshit and sometimes uh, there is three of them like training like hey why to switch in three like i'm free or my friend is free or that guy is free you free so let's uh, let's train together like no we we three train together so yeah and you standing you waiting to get instead of getting as much time together training like i'm not just I, it's just stupid you know it it's just like, uh, I don't like to I don't I don't like to waste any second of training, you know. It's I'm like high, it, it's like high school. It. It's like high school yeah, all over again. It y'all. is, man. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Gossiping. I, I don't I don't like it, you know. Bring it here and now, you know, and make the situation clear, especially when you teammate, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, well, I know you're also kind of like the old school ATT. You've been there for a while. You're the queen. We know. I think that's what Dan Lambert calls you. You're the queen, right? <laughs> I am, but I don't act like a queen, you know. <laughs> I don't act like a queen, and that's the thing, you know. I don't need this attention. Like, <laughs> of course, like, it sounds like I'm I'm narcissistic, but no, I'm. Yeah, they call because they make fun of me with Richie, but uh, but man, they they know that they always can. My teammates, they can count on me, you know. They 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 know that I'm always there for them. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so you're, you're here, you've been here for about a month. You said you're going to be here for three months. Do you have like things going on back home in Poland? Like when you go back in terms of like all your commitments, like in in terms of like all the things you're doing over there, like, do you have to carve out this three months to come over here or how is your schedule in terms of like, with you booking a fight and things like that? Like, how do you deal with that? Because you do have so many obligations back home. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy that finally I surrounded by good people and it's all about trust because back in the day I thought I had the best people in the business to do this or that. But now I get as much as I can from here and now, from this conversation, from, from this moment, from this person. And uh, I feel like uh, my, my, my passy, you say, I, I learned this word. So the group of people, uh, my friends and the business partners, is like so tight. So we expect more. I became like sometimes more bitchy because I'm like, we don't do this way. You can't do this way because I used to be not assertive enough, but now I am, and I know it's a good, uh, good habit, uh, especially in the in the business. 
but I have people who run these things and I get just reports every day. <laughs> but, you know, I'm planning to do another TV show in Poland, be a host maybe, or part of, uh, part of like kind of host. So they have so many things coming up. I'm planning, but right now I want to be focused uh, on staying here till middle of April. And I'm really looking forward to be a guest at the UFC 272. Uh, 272, yeah, it's Georgie's fight. Or yes, three. yes, yes. Two. Yeah, two so yeah. I'm really looking forward. I'm on the list, so I'm really hoping I will get there, meet my friends, meet all of you guys, and, and feel the atmosphere again. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I keep eye on everything. everything. Uh, I'm in touch with my people in Poland, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. That's the, that's the key. Yeah, are you uh, are you excited to see uh, Georgie's fight with uh, Colby Covington? I am. I am very <laughs> very excited, and it's hard. Colby is a great athlete, you know. And what I remember from back in the day that he was always training on the mat. When the training was uh, done after one and a half hour, he was doing extra one and a half hour with Georgie Masvidal. And actually, I I had this conversation conversation with Jotko a few days ago that. How crazy it is! They were friends. They were always together. You now you see all these promo videos like they were cornering each other, and now the the biggest uh, rivals. And it's crazy, you know. It's tough fight for both of them, but I really have a feeling that Georgie must be done with surprise again, like he did with Darren Till or or Ben Askren. And I can tell you guys that he's training really hard. He's super focused, and I'm very happy for. Georgie that he made it from nothing to something you know that he he got what he deserved you know yeah I'm super happy for him it's super big big fight and super important fight for all of us but he has all this uh, ATP army behind his back because Colby just make a maybe he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't make a good impression when he was leaving you know so yeah yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know, through your own hard work, Ioana, in terms of like, you know, you, you've got, you get a lot of attention, you're a star, all these kind of things, but you've kind of been yourself this entire time. You've never changed who you are as a person to just get attention. You don't suddenly start saying crazy things, just hoping no. someone <laughs> will put a microphone in front of your face. And listen, I don't fault anyone for getting attention. I don't fault anyone for going out and getting a paycheck. But uh, the one thing with Colby, it's like you burn a lot of bridges doing that. And he burned a lot of bridges, you know, leaving you American Top Team. You you know, and that's 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 you difficult, can't. you know. You, 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 you can't, you can't burn the bridges. And the worst thing about Colby is that most of the things he said he has done it wasn't true isn't true you know the way he was acting after he won the intern belt like the old man opening the door for him him uh, having a driver all these girls dirty bitches around him walking to our mecca american top team it wasn't true man so why are you acting like conor mcgregor uh, like saying bad things about Conor McGregor when you there is one there is only one Conor McGregor so don't call him don't call names on him and you trying to act like him you know but you 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 poor you have empty pockets and you are trying to act like a king you know <laughs> you can't do these things you can't tell tell lies you know and and uh, Karma is bad, and I hope that Colby will have strong ass when it hits him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, I'm looking forward to that. And I think, you know, Joanna, we're all looking forward to you fighting again. I know we've had this conversation a couple of times, but I, you, you know, know and, it's and, funny, and, like, <laughs> you know, Jenny, like so many great athletes, like from different organizations, the upcoming prospects from our gym, like, oh, Joanna, when are you going to fight? I'm like, dude, I don't know, maybe never. I'm like, <laughs> no, you can't. We want to see you fighting. I'm like, dude, I know. <laughs> but I feel like, I, I feel like I will get what I want and I feel like I just need to be more patient, more patient. Yeah. And I really, I, no, like we were talking, like I, I could go and fight for this money I'm getting now, but I will feel ashamed to fight for this money, you know, because my man, like you saw me after my last fight and I want to be mother in the future. I want to be businesswoman. I want to enjoy my life. So, I don't want to get beat up or get health issues for nothing. So better to get the paycheck and do it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a great, again, what I want to say to you is like, I love watching you fight. I love watching you perform, but the reality is Joanna, I enjoy, I get as just as much pleasure seeing you find success in other things. And if (laughs) fighting, if fighting isn't providing that in terms of, you know, uh, compensation. Yeah. It's not paying you what you need to be to be in the cage. And you can do TV shows. Yeah. You can do endorsement. Yeah. I want you and to I be happy. You know, <laughs> I want you. I want you to be happy. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. I love watching you fight, but I don't want to watch you fight when you're not happy with what you're getting paid. Yeah. And all these kind of things. Yeah, so that's yeah. happiness matters Thank more, you. right? Thank you. It, it means a lot to me, man. It's like it melted my heart, really, because it's hard for for me. It, I ask myself every day, like. Should I been doing, should I been fighting or not? And and I pray every day, like, God, give me the answer, help me. Like, you know what happened to Lima last time? She said, like, no, I'm not fighting anymore. God gave me an answer, you know? You heard about the, the Balator fighter. Yeah, yeah, Lima. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, but I'm, you know, it's a little bit different with me, but I'm like, should or not? And like, people are like me, like, because I'm like, like I said in the beginning of this interview, like, I should be fighting to, to keep the deals, to do this, to do that. No, I have brought my legacy is so big, but I'm very happy to have people like you. I'm very happy to have uh, someone like Jennifer Goldstein. Man, he's super smart and he's like role model to me. She's uh, representing me. Uh, she's from CAA, but, uh, and she told me this too, like, I want to see you happy, but you know, I know one of people that are like, do what you feel like you wanna you want to do but it's hard to say stop to the things you love doing you know but yeah we will see man we will yeah. see well you only so have you I, mentioned I, it. I hate i hate to say this but now it's all about the the money somehow it's all about the money you know yeah well i mean listen so, i mean yeah you know, we all when listen people, I... if they, they can they can get this money and go and get the beat up like train you know and like i feel like I can get more because there is much more money in this sport than than when I was the, the champion, even you know. Yeah, I love I love my job. I love covering the sport. I love talking to fighters like you. Yeah. I love doing what I do, but I'm not doing it for free. I'm not I'm not doing this just yeah. because I love That's it. So you That's love it, thing. but you need to be paid properly so you get to get and paid not, for doing what you love. And it's, not, and it's not like it's not enough. I feel like I'm on another level right now. I need to get paid. I ask for promotion, you know. People say like, oh, but you don't have a belt. You lose. You're losing fights. But man, maybe I lost my last fight, but it was 
instead of a fight, fight of the year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Connor, Connor doesn't have a belt. And, you know, Connor, you know, everyone yeah. watches what Connor, Dustin Poirier, you know, Dustin Poirier is a star yeah. right now. You mentioned George Masvidal, a star. He didn't have a belt right now. He's still yeah. a star. He's headlining a pay-per-view. I mean, But George, he told me, like, yeah, I was in the spot where are you at right now and uh, be patient. This is what Georgie said. So thanks, Georgie. I will be patient. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, Joanna, thank yeah. you so much for taking the time for me. Thank as always, you. you know, I always love our conversations. Um, I'm glad everything is going well in Florida. Actually, yeah. funny enough, I'm actually speaking to your coach, Mike Brown, later tonight. So I'll. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I look forward to Let him like. They're like Mikey, go home because he's always in the gym. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> I but I'm very happy to that I that like how many years? Like four, five, six years, almost six years ago. I found coach like Mikey Brown or Kato Kubis. They are there for you, you know. There are people, there are coaches who are not going to say like I made you, but they're for you to to make you better person, you know, better athlete, better professional. Uh, martial artist and but like, this is crazy this dude doesn't sleep you know yeah, Mikey Brown. he is he's crazy <laughs> but uh, we love you mikey brown and thank you for doing this absolutely uh you want to thank you again for the time i always Damon, appreciate it uh enjoy florida enjoy the beach uh it's cold yeah. i'm in ohio right now it's i got i got polar uh, weather up here right now it's very here. cold up here. it's yeah. cold here it's 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 cold here as well raining a lot it's windy this week it's like uh winter storms they say but it's crazy but guys i love you i'm looking forward to see you at gfc 272 in vegas uh, love you all and i can't wait to step into the octagon and do it for you guys much love <laughs> thank you joanna talk to you soon okay take care bye 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 a massive thank you as always to joanna young jacek for giving me the time uh what a fun interview that was I want to say a big thank you to her for taking the time out. Uh, make sure you listen to this podcast. If you want to find on other podcast platforms, of course, you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Everywhere you get your podcast, you will find it. And, of course, you can always find it over at MMAfighting.com. Uh, make sure you come back and see us each and every Tuesday here on Fighter vs. Writer. And uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you then. Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.